gathered here today to get through this thing called Titanic. First class life, it was meant forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. Third class. <laughs> a world of never-ending poverty. You can never see the sun, day nor night. So when you call up that shrink in the smoking room, you know the one, docked everything with brandy, instead of asking him how much time you've left, ask him how much you're mine, baby, because in steerage life... Things are much harder than in the afterworld. In this life, you're on your own. <laughs> How much did you have to pay George from Mogwai Minute to steal his bit? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm your co-host, Rob. I'm joined, as always, by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Hello. I'm, um, the, I'm the Morris Day of this podcast. <laughs> and uh, I'm the you- Apollonia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the elevator uh, brings us down to uh, minute 69 of nice. Titanic. <laughs> In this minute, Rose drinks a beer. <laughs> um, okay, so the dance-off, our little jig dance-off continues here with uh, with Rose and Jack. Um, and then uh, we have, they start like spinning around, do-si-doing. I don't know. Um and we have this spinning. A thousand memes were born. <laughs> uh, exactly. And I I love this spinning shot. Uh, I, I like it. They it's, look like they're having so much fun. It's, it's, cheesy as, it's cheesy as hell, but I like it. So, did either of you guys look into how they did this shot? Mm, no. Okay. Well, you know, James Cameron, technical guy, um, he's, you know has all sorts of things he went down and saw the titanic all this stuff built the ship what he does here uh and there's a gif we'll have to share of this he's actually just running behind each of them in a circle with the camera what (laughs) (laughs) like he's holding the steady cam he's holding the steady cam and he's just like running right behind them in a circle behind them filming it (laughs) give me a break and there's a there's a gif of this that you can actually see it happening. It if is this, absurd. If this were any other director, I would say, hey, that's pretty resourceful. But because of all we know about, he literally built a fake helicopter pad mm-hmm. for a ship because we needed to see that. But he's like, oh, run around them in a circle. Yeah. He's just he's like got his hand on Jack's on Leonardo DiCaprio's shoulder and he's just holding the camera and running around behind him as they spin. Um <laughs> it's it's remarkable. Instead so, of putting the camera on a tripod with wheels on it. Yeah. <laughs> or like so, m- mounting it somehow or So yeah. that means that Kate and Leo had to just stand there and look at each other and make the goofiest faces. <laughs> it does Which is, mean that James Cameron gets to touch Kate Winslet's shoulder. Oh. Which is probably why they're having so much fun in that shot, because it would be hilarious. Like, Look at this dork behind <laughs> us. <laughs> this movie's going to bomb so hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, Kate Winslet is beautiful in this shot when she's spinning. Oh, I don't want to be that podcast, man. I'm just we saying. We could have been saying that the whole movie. She, I mean, hey. that's true. But, like, she's smiling and laughing. It's super fun. 
Yeah. I'm going to say it here. I mean, it's she is looking beautiful. We've talked about how handsome Leo is. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's inappropriate. I'm sorry. I I was it, wrong. I'm sorry. Believe me, they'll For be once. Believe me, Joe, there'll be ample opportunity for you to tell us that we're being inappropriate about Kate Winslet later on. <laughs> I, I believe we have been banned from hosting those episodes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, she's gorgeous. Jack's gorgeous. It's two young, gorgeous people just with full of, uh, I don't want to say uh, lust, but lust is a part of it. Um, they're they're giddy for yeah, each they're, other. They're, it's that teenage feeling. Yeah. Just your brain is awash in dopamine <laughs> and you're young and in love. Yeah. Um, and then we have a stark contrast. We go back up to the smoking room. I think this sort of like harsh cut works pretty well because they're spinning and then it's just like, oh, here's all these dudes and the brandy drink their brandy and cigars. Oh, here's how here's how life actually ends up, kids. Yeah. <laughs> And it all looks very boring. Jackson and Brown's The Pretender starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> Do Did either of you listen to what they were talking about in their boring conversation? Uh, the Rockefellers. About- Rockefeller and the yeah. Supreme Court. Yeah. So I did a little, to, guys. To, to be fair, I would enjoy being part of that conversation, too, actually. <laughs> I'm not be kidding. But uh, anyways, go on. I would I, rather I, be at this party. Yeah, I, me too. Me too. But I, if they kept drinking for a long time, and eventually it's like, all right, we're done talking about Rockefeller, and then just like debauchery happened, and like they went places and caused havoc, then it would be fun. Um, they they bring up they bring up uh, Rockefeller, they bring up the Supreme Court. So I looked into this, and I was like, well, you know, is there something? Is there something they're talking about? Um that could be related to this and i think i found what it was a pretty big thing may 15th 1911 so it sort of fits you know timeline wise i mean you know a year later but still like pretty close um the supreme court ordered standard oil to be broken up this is the antitrust baby that's right yeah figured you'd like this joe i probably would have gotten in a fight because i would have told them that i voted for eugene debs Uh, so, uh, for our listeners, uh, the, uh, Antitrust Act, um, Sherman Antitrust Act, Supreme Court ordered the Standard Oil had to break up into 34 companies. Um, one of those companies was Jersey Standard, uh, which later became Exxon. One of them was a company called Sacconi, which stands for Standard Oil Company of New York, which later became Mobil. <laughs> And now those two companies have since merged. Yep. Uh, everything's great. Yeah. Everything's yes. great and normal. Stewards of the environment. Yes. Uh, so always, always pushing the cleanest, cheapest energy for the good of mankind. That's right. So, you know, what is old is new again. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I found that fascinating. And that, that merger would have happened after the release of this movie, I think. I don't know um, if that's true. Nine, close. Uh, 90s was like merger mania, so I don't know. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Keep those guillotines in operating condition, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So then we uh, 
we uh we go back down to steerage um uh, joe i'm wondering you know as our brand ambassador if you had any luck reaching out this week to really uh a brief a brief ad read i know i've been a bit verbose i get really excited about these these really cool brands that we've been working with um we, we've been talking about drinking this week haven't we boys mm, sure have it's party time but you know what you need after a night of drinking right what you need to hydrate that's true that's fact so uh this really cool uh this this brand um i, I we're, we're really starting to rethink the way we drink water I don't know if you guys have been hearing about like this raw water movement. Uh, we're we're starting to like think like maybe the way we've been drinking water is the wrong way. So I found this cool brand that combines our enthusiasm for Titanic with some truly 21st century ways to stay hydrated. Um, it's called Sink Water, and and this company is bottling the actual water that the Titanic sank in. Uh, so you could just point your URLs to sinkh2o.com forward slash steerage, and you're going to get 10% off in an or, uh, a case, and a case contains 20 bottles of sink water. Now, th- this water from the North Atlantic is uh, bottled cold. It is pure North Atlantic salt water, and that added salt is going to actually increase your hydration levels. Oh, okay. And uh, it will truly be a brine to remember. <laughs> so again, it's sinkh2o.com slash steerage. I've been drinking it all day. Um, I'm starting to get a little bit dizzy. Uh, and and I'm, I'm a little bit pale. My girlfriend has actually been asking if I'm okay. But that's because of all of that tap water that I've been drinking my whole life. What what sink H2O does, uh, uh, sink, sink water, excuse me, that's their website, sinkh2o.com, it flushes out all of that bad water you've been drinking and replaces it with that good, pure ocean water we're supposed to have been drinking our whole yeah, lives. Yeah. Um, uh, so th- thanks a lot to Sink Water, a brine to remember, for sponsoring this week's podcast. Thanks, thanks Sink Water. Glad to get some water without that fluoride in it. Get, yeah, get those toxins out of us. Um, so, yes, back down in steerage, um, there is an arm wrestling match. And this arm wrestling match is between Tommy and Bjorn. Like we said, Bjorn's it's been rough, been a rough voyage for Bjorn. Um, so Bjorn got shot down by Rose yep. and enters an arm wrestling competition. And earlier, yeah, but B- B- Bjorn's breakup albums are always Bjorn's best. <laughs> so. God. Uh, it is supervised. The, uh, the, uh, the, the, rest, the arm wrestling match is supervised by Olaf. <laughs> really? I thought he would have gotten Peter or John to supervise it. No, Olaf, who is Helga's dad. Ooh. That's right. Um, so, uh, Helga's dad, Olaf is supervising this. Apparently there's a longer, uh, you know, with the, uh, with the Helga Fabrizio, uh, romance, uh, Olaf isn't a big fan of Fabrizio and his Italian charms. Um, <laughs> uh, that did, that didn't make the final cut. So, uh, so we got Tommy and Bjorn and then, 
And then Jack grabs some beers and then Baller Rose. move. Total ball. baller move. That's right. And Rose just downs half of it and says, Not what? even half. Oh, it was like half. she's acting like she's going to chug that beer and she drinks maybe, maybe 20% of that pint glass. And if you watch closely, there's a cut and This is supposed to be in real time, just from a different angle. But if you notice between cuts, all of a sudden, some of the beer disappears. That's part of the magic. That's the first class magic. I guess. Um, This Midwestern boy is not impressed. Yeah. Uh, And she's like, what? You think a first class girl can't drink? No. Um, Do you think think the listeners could tell I was from the Midwest? No. I guess I'm glad I'm mentioning it so they know. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think they would know. Um, Let's bring up the Dells again. <laughs> uh, so she, she, do you, Okay, so here's a question. Do you guys like this little bit of her just like, you know, showing that like I can, I can drink a bunch of beer? Uh, this is kind of where the dancing party scene goes from very fun but corny too silly for me. It's kind of pandering, I think. Yeah. Because before, it's it's fun and it's enjoyable in the same way that MGM musicals are. Mm-hmm. And that you're like, yeah, this is ridiculous, but in, but th- I'm on board. And now it just it feels childish. Especially since every image we see of Cal, he's drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like we... It, like the way that the first class people are like evil and out of touch is that they're drinking all the time, brandy and such, mm-hmm. champagne. Yeah. So like, I mean, I don't know. I just don't find that special. Like, oh, cool, you drank beer instead. Yeah, and I think we already saw her drinking beer earlier. So, like, you know, all she really needs to do is grab a beer and take a drink of it. She doesn't need to like chug it down. I mean, I no, guess that's... if if she did it out of a beer bong, that would be different. <laughs> if, if she did a keg stand, there's someone from like the deck above, like holding the beer and like pouring it down. <laughs> you see her throw like an empty whippet container to the side <laughs> of the party. Rose does whippets. Um, <laughs> so uh, don't I do that, th- listeners. No, don't. don't. I did a little. I did a little research, and guys, I thought you were supposed to say I did whip it. <laughs> I did not do whip it. Um, you will. Uh, you will learn that, uh, uh, or I'm going to teach you. You're now going to learn uh, that that is not real beer. Well, of course not. <laughs> is it Budweiser? Ho! Oh! Oh! Zing! 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 It's uh, it's root beer. Really, even that surprises me. Yeah, it's like uh, so they were all kind of hopped up on sugar down here, doing their doing their steerage time, uh, where it was also I I I, I will agree that everyone everything I've heard is that the the crew had a lot of fun shooting all of this, but it was incredibly hot in this yeah. in this area. Um, uh, so that's all I have. I just have I just have a third class fact. If you guys, unless you guys have something else for minute sixty nine. Nice. Do you know what comes after minute 69? Nice. Uh, Mouthwash. <laughs> okay, so the third class <laughs> fact. Dad, nice dad joke. <laughs> third class fact for you guys. Um, the, menu, the menu found for the night of the sinking consisted of soup, 
roasted pork, two or three vegetables, pudding, and biscuits. And that was probably their lunch. This is in the in third class. Uh, third class would then enjoy tea in the mid-afternoon with beef and biscuits. And then later in the evening, coffee was served with a soup and some biscuits. So I think this goes back to what we were talking about earlier that actually um, – you know, conditions were pretty good in third in in third class. I mean, you not compared to first, but compared to most things. Yeah, it does does not sound like a slave ship. No, yeah. no, yeah. it never has. <laughs> if you told me I could be on a cruise and that would be the typical menu for the day, I'd be super excited. Yeah, especially the pudding. Yeah, the sweet <laughs> Rob, the sweet boy. Do you guys Left like pistachio pudding? Heck yes. Yeah. Yes, me too. Pistachio cream pie is my favorite kind of pie. We should rename ourselves to be the pistachio pals. <laughs> <laughs> Just three nuts. <laughs> Follow us on our next podcast, the pistachio pals. <laughs> three nuts talking about movies. I thought we were done with the sponsor bit for the day. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, the well, last bit nuts. I... <laughs> The last bit I have is, listeners, if you haven't listened and you think the rest of the stuff we've said is nonsense, you're probably right, but you should listen now. You should sign up for the newsletter, Sinking Feeling. Go to titanicminute.com, or if you want to go direct, titanicminute.com slash newsletter. Sign up for Sinking Feeling. Here's the best thing about it. We don't write it. Someone nope, nothing who, to do with it. No, I get we, super mad when I read it sometimes, so I get roasted. Yeah. We have we, no we editorial input. <laughs> we don't see it till it comes out. So yeah, you. I see it in my inbox, and I get excited, and then sometimes very sad. Harsh when words something are Something mean are is said about me. Joe gets double-owned. The, 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 the brand boy yep, Joe gets, funds this podcast. <laughs> Joe gets Cal Hockley'd. Um, so... You should sign up for that. If you're like, hey, I haven't, it's too late. It's too late. You can still no, go it's there. No, not. It's not too late. You can still go there and you can read past issues. You can turn your life around. That's right. So you should are, do that. Are, it's step one in the 12-step program. That's right. To be a super cool dude. <laughs> uh, we're on step 12, having our own podcast. Um, <laughs> Next, I get a wife. <laughs> <laughs> So you should come back tomorrow, though, for Minute 70 of Titanic Minute. Not as nice as today. Um.